Previously on Hot Chicken Fat Guy, evil robot overlords of doom attempted to take over the local Quickie Mart, only to be stopped by a conveniently placed soft pretzel with cheese dip. From a secret facility in southwestern Indiana, within miles of several all-you-can-eat restaurants, Hot Chicken Fat Guy lives secret lives as a married couple raising three children. Now, the Hot Chicken Fat Guy Podcast. Okay, welcome to episode two of the Hot Chicken Fat Guy Podcast. Can I say I'm the fat guy again? Again? No. Please don't, because you're definitely not the fat guy. I could easily be a fat guy with a voice changing thingy. You could be the hot chick. Yeah, we'll stick with that. Yeah, we're using voice changing software. And I'm Kevin. I'm Ruby. And uh, what do you want to talk about first? Well, here on the list of things that I've been ordered to talk about in any particular order are an introduction and a thanks. Okay, thanks to, uh, I guess we'll thank uh, Logan and MCF for giving us graphics for the blog. Guys, those were awesome. I loved him. I always love Logan's drawings, though. Yeah, he's pretty cool. And uh, we'll thank uh, Jen. Uh, We used another one of her openers in our opening today. Cool. Thank you, Jen. All right. So it's uh, actually Christmas Eve that we're recording today. Yeah, we got to do this and wrap presents. The the TV season is on its winter hiatus. I know. There's nothing good to watch, and I'm very sad. Tell me what you thought about the first half of the seasons of your favorite TV shows. Glee was so awesome. I think, did I did I freak out over how awesome Glee is last time? I think I did yeah. last episode. Yeah, you were drooling over Matthew Morrison, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, you know, he's kind of a dork. I like dorks. He's very cute. <laughs> yeah, you do have a thing for dorks, don't you? The dorky guys are the best. <laughs> There's a cat climbing our Christmas tree. So, well, so you want to talk about that now or later? Uh, we can we can do that after the TV thing. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. Um, what else? Glee. Oh my gosh, it was just so good. Yeah. And the DVDs come out soon, don't they? They come out in four day, five days from now. Five days. I uh, will make a note, and we will go to Best Buy, and we will buy those. We will. I was just really impressed with how they wrapped everything up. Yeah. This was good. It was fun and singing and happy. Singing and happy. There was happy? Somebody was happy. Rachel was happy because she was up on stage in front of everybody, and she's been working on that since she was four, she said. Yeah. She was happy. Yeah, they they wrapped up everything neatly, didn't they? Just in case. Just in case. They didn't get renewed. (laughs) Yeah. But they did because America loves Glee, apparently. I guess. And they'll be back in April, and it's far too long away. I'll have to to content myself with DVDs until then. And you will content yourself, yes. What else are we watching? How about Castle? Castle. Talk about Castle. Castle was good cheese. Uh, What happened in the last thing we watched? I forget. The last one was was, had Mark Blucas in it with the five bullets, and they couldn't find the the fifth one. Oh, and that was pretty good. You know, that show is so much fun. It's not entirely well written, <laughs> but it's a very, very fun show. But everybody has good chemistry, and the the actors are are good at what they do, and it's humorous, and it's just it's just nice fluff, right? And I let it slide on account of all that. Yeah, I let the bad writing slide. Yeah, it's a fun show. What else do we watch? Bones. Bones. Remind me about Bones. I can't. I don't remember. You can't it's been remember so long. either. Yeah. Oh, it was the Christmas they blew episode. Up Santa Claus. What? They blew up the guy in the Santa Claus outfit. Right, and it had uh, Zoe Deschanel in it. That's right. That was very cool. Yeah. I like her. That was sweet. She always looks like she's stoned to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> she really Doesn't matter what she's in. She looks like she's stoned. 
She just looks to me like she's irritated with everything around her and has no patience left with it. That, just wants to leave. That could be, yes. Maybe it's that. Maybe she's hungry from being stoned and wants to go find food. <laughs> could be. Maybe. My shows are boring. I have Clone Wars, which ended with an uh, amazing trilogy of uh, of episodes that ended with a zombie thing. So. Well, if there's a zombie, it's all, you know. Yeah. And then there's Stargate SGU, which was uh, intense. Yeah? Yeah, it was intense. And I... And, it's, and then there was Dollhouse, which sadly is is uh, in the process of wrapping up. That's a shame. Poor Joss Whedon. All of his actors just get screwed, don't they? Yeah. He, uh, Not that wood for Nathan Fillion. I saw that CNN gave them an honorable mention for uh, best TV series. They didn't win it, but they got honorable mention. Very cool. And just an honorable mention. They didn't actually win anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, Dollhouse. That was good, too. Yeah, that's uh, it was a good show. Yeah. It, it's nice. The last few episodes... They've pretty much just done away with the original premise of Dollhouse, you know, with uh, uh, Eliza Dushku doing different characters each each episode, uh, which is what Fox wanted. And they're just wrapping up the season. They've got all the plot lines and and cool. everything in there, just wrapping it up as quick as they can to get to the end so that they wrap up the, se- the series. I may watch that eventually during my TV hiatus. <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. I tried really hard. Yeah, you have to watch it back to back. Otherwise, it's you, you just can't get into it. Maybe I'll do that. That'd be fun to do together. All right. uh, That's uh, that's the end of our TV talk, I guess. Okay. It's been so... I just can't remember anything. It's been too long since we watched any of our shows because they're all gone. They're all gone. Most till April because of the Olympics. Fine. We'll talk about the Olympics next time. Whatever. No, we won't. I won't be watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I might sit down with the kids and watch some winter sports because snowboarding's cool. Yeah. That's about it. Okay. Can hot chicken fat guys save the kitten in the tree? Why would they? Have you ever seen a dead kitten in a tree? There's this cat. Where'd this thing come from? Uh, I don't know. China's Chinese food place. (laughs) This is my Christmas present. I got a kitten for Christmas because my husband is awesome. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) He is. He's very cute. So tell us about your kitten. Her name is Miss Kitty Fantastico, and bonus points to those of you who know what that means without Googling it. Googling is cheating. And let's see, we took her to the vet last week. She weighed 2 pounds, 11 ounces. Yes. She's a very small kitten. We got her from the Humane Society. That's good. Yes, because we're not all excited about having some fancy purebred $9,000 cat. Right. Not a big priority. We looked at a lot of cats that day. We looked at a lot of cats, and none of them were quite the right one. But she curled. Do you remember we went in the little visiting room, and she curled up in my lap and got comfy, and I said, this is her? Yep. Yeah. I think you called me a name then. <laughs> no, actually, I think I said Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice Christmas present. Yeah, actually, I said Merry Christmas after you sat with, it, sat with her for about an hour. And finally talked me into the cat. So <laughs> You were like, I'm not going to get to leave until I can fire this cat, am I? <laughs> it was cool, though. She was on sale. She was on sale. Yes, she, she was. She was on sale. The Humane Society had a little Christmas deal where the adoption fees were half price, and she was already spayed and microchipped. And one of her brothers, she was in there with a litter. She had three brothers. And one of her brothers went home with someone else at the same time. Right. Yeah. That was, was very, very, cool. very nice. That lady got two cats. Yeah. You owe me a cat. Uh, no. We had two cats a long time ago. and We've already done that. Yeah, we've done that. Now we'll just do one cat for a while. This is an awesome cat. She climbs Christmas trees. Yeah. <laughs> Can we post pictures with this thing? We need to post a picture of her looking out from the Christmas tree. Yeah, I'll get around to that. 
Okay, one of these days, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. So everybody nag Kevin about a picture of Miss Kitty in the Christmas tree. Tell us more she's, about your cat. What does she look she's like? She's pretty awesome. She's a little orange cat. She's closer to buff than orange, isn't yeah, she? she's kind of a mix between... Yeah, but she looks like a little tiger. She's very cute. And when you post that picture, people will be able to see. She does actually look like a tiger. I actually called her she, that once. Yeah, yeah, she looks like a little tiger. She's very, very cute. And I have to tell a story because when we came home, the kids were at home. Lizzie was babysitting. And we brought in this box from the Vandenberg Humane Society. And nobody knew what it was. Lizzie did. She got a big smile on her face. Yeah. And the kids were kind of looking like, what's that? And then the box meowed. <laughs> they were very, very happy. And you sat the kids down and gave them a little talk and said, this is your mother's cat. And I don't remember what all you threatened with them, but it was basically, you know, don't use her as a soccer ball and <laughs> don't mess with her until you ask your mom about it. Then a couple of days later, Alexander wanted to feed her some ham. And I said, no kitten, no people food for the kitten or she will get sick and throw up and I will make you clean it up. And he said, it's your cat. <laughs> That's right. You get to clean it up. <laughs> Got bad little little nine year old boy put you in your place, didn't he? He really did. He's quick. <laughs> I've done good. Nobody else has had to clean the litter box. That's right. Yeah, I remember I cleaned the litter box a lot last time. I was pregnant a lot. Yeah, so you couldn't actually clean the litter box. I so. owe some litter box cleanings. That's right, woman. Oh wow, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> so let's talk about something else before you get in more trouble. Cool. What have we been reading? I don't know. Have you read anything good? I'm trying to read a book now, but I had to stop and do this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to reread The Road. And I dare you to say that five times fast. You want to reread The Road? To reread The Road. It came out as a movie. And I heard it wasn't as good as the book, but it got me thinking I haven't read the book in ages. Yeah. So I need to do that again. Yeah. Um, I am reading. I've got a pile of silly chick fic. Right now, just stuff our last library run, just stuff that I picked up, and let's see what looks good. That's interesting. I've got a pile of silly guy fic, so. <laughs> yeah. You read the, the most recent Stephen King novel recently. Under the Dome was pretty good. It was huge. <laughs> I know. That was a huge book. That took me like two or three days to finish. Yeah, that was over a thousand pages. That was very, very good, though, and I can recommend it. You liked it? Yeah. The premise is that these people in a small town are just kind of going about their business, and a big, like, it's not glass, something like glass. It's completely impenetrable. Comes down and cuts their town off for the, from the rest of the world out of nowhere. And it's conforms to the borders of the town. So they're just kind of shut off. And it's, I can't remember the period of time now, but it's a period of time while they're shut off from the rest of the world and trying to cope. And it kind of goes all Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a good book. Gotcha. And I don't want to give away the ending, but it was very, very cool. It was Russian terrorists, right? I think they tossed that theory around at one point. Then they said a wizard did it. Wizard, huh? No, I made that up. <laughs> so you like that. I read, uh, can we go into my books or are you done, woman? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't see that, the podcast people. You can take a picture of that, too. No, it's all right. <laughs> Rude gestures don't go on the podcast. <laughs> you can talk about your book. No, actually, uh, I had a pile. I can't read. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't read as fast as you do, but uh, I've read some guy fic lately, science fiction and stuff. I read uh, uh, the uh, Star Wars zombies novel, Death Troopers, by Joe Schreiber. What's up with zombies lately? Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Zombies are big. Um, it was it was a pretty good book and until uh, until a certain character or two showed up about halfway through, and then that kind of ruined it for me. But it was it was still an enjoyable book. Started out with uh, nobody at all from from 
the original Star Wars series. So that was nice. It was just kind of set all off on its own and zombies and on a prison barge. Zombies in space? Yeah, zombies in space in a galaxy far, far away. It was kind of entertaining and a couple of characters showed up and that kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> Can you tell what characters or just... No, that'll spoil it. Okay. It's yeah. like where the dome came from in the Stephen King novel. I can't tell that either. Yeah. I read uh, the latest Star Star Trek Titan novel, Synthesis. Did it have zombies? Uh, no. It, uh, James, it's, uh, it's by James Swallow. Uh, this is the series that has uh, Riker and Troy off on their own ship. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good series, and this one had an interesting premise. Uh, the uh, computer on their ship became sentient. Ooh, really? And that was kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, and I read a uh, the latest Repairman Jack novel by F. Paul Wilson, uh, and that's a really excellent series. It's got a little bit of everything in it. It's got action and adventure. It's got suspense. It's got horror. It's got a little bit of humor. It's got some uh, interaction, some character growth and character character interaction. You know, Jack has a, a girlfriend, fiance kind of thing, and she's got a, a kid that he loves to death. And but uh, it's also got a supernatural element that's really entertaining. And the author in that is uh, wrapping up that series. He's got about three more books left, I believe, before he wraps that up entirely. I bet they all get killed by zombies. No. Actually, I've read the ending. Um, but he's rewriting it. So, See, I wish I was into that because you make these books sound really good and I can never get into they're, those. They're very good. They're very entertaining. Uh, and that's about it for the books I've read. I've read some others, but... None of them have been really worth talking about. So, well, that's yeah. kind of the danger of going in a library run and grabbing a thousand things. Yeah, you get fifty-fifty. Yeah, I mean they were good books, but you know it's not really worth mentioning anything. You know, other Star Trek books and Star Wars books. It's like yeah, it's just Star Wars, Star Trek. It's mm-hmm. yeah, I got some science fiction. I got some action adventure in there. It's, you're playing with a cat. I am listening now. What did I say? Is some science fiction, some action adventure. Oh, you were listening. Something about zombies. <laughs> zombies was like 10 minutes ago. I said I was listening. <laughs> Let's do our first decade of uh, 2000. I think that would in, be very much fun. What a good idea. Review. If only we had some notes on what happened. <laughs> I can't find them. Ah, oh, there they are. <laughs> All right, you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, Starting in 2000, uh, the most interesting thing, I guess, that happened that year was that Alexander, our son, was born. It interested me. It interested you, yeah. He's uh, our only boy. He's our second child. He holds his own very nicely. Yeah, that's for sure. He is all boy. Oh, my gosh. And way too smart for his own good. Yeah, that's for sure. We could brag for like an hour, but we won't. Okay. He's awesome. He was born in the middle of July and was pretty much a handful from the word go. Yeah, that's for sure. That. The child did not sleep through the night until like last week. <laughs> and he had uh, he had the he did the belly blanket thing, and he was jaundiced. He looked like a little carrot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was very orange. Yes, he was super orange. Yeah, and well, now he's not. So. No, he got over that. That was last week when he started sleeping through the night. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was very very orange. We got that take, we got that all taken care of. I guess you were done with that keychain. The cat ran by, and grabbed it out of your hands, and took off. Yeah, that's okay. She kind of knows. Okay, hi. <laughs> Seriously, she really was. All right. Well, you're the one dangling it down where she can see it. You're teasing her with it. All right, my turn. All right. 2001. Catherine, our third and last child, is born, and that was 
a complete shocker. Yeah. A good surprise. A good surprise. But remember how long did I spend insisting that it was the stomach flu? Yeah, it was a while. And I was like, nah, I said, you go get a test. I think you went and got the pregnancy test and walked me in the bathroom with it. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Uh, Something like that. Catherine was Catherine was a very, very nice surprise. Yes. Our house is a lot more cheerful and pink and diva like yeah. since her arrival. Catherine's definitely our little diva. She is all girl. We forgot to mention Lizzie was born last century, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Last century. She was a child of the nineties. Yep. All right. Next two thousand two thousand two, Lizzie, our oldest daughter, she started kindergarten and okay. she's going to the same school that I went to. Same private school. No, she's in seventh grade. Oh my gosh. I know. Talking about high school here. Yeah, it's scary. We're old. Old. Yeah. In 2003, I registered the uh, Bayer Family blog, uh, where uh, some of us have blogged occasionally. Uh, Of course, I registered it in 2003, and then I waited a year before I actually started blogging at all. And I've spread out since then. I've I've, uh, broadened my blogging. I I post book reviews at uh, sporadicbookreviews.blogspot.com. And we run our now podcast here at hotchickenfatguy.blogspot.com. I'm fat guy. Sorry, it's like a reflex. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very, very glad you registered the blog. And yes. Good things are worth waiting for. Right. So, yay. Woo. You do the next one. I'll do 2004. 2004, we celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. Yes. And it was actually, we went to Walt Disney World in June of that year. So we kind of celebrated then. We went with my parents and the kids. Catherine was a little tiny, and I don't know if you remember Catherine's thing that we maybe should have mentioned when she was born, was that she was scared of everybody. Do you remember that? Yes. She was terrified. Her grandparents could not lay a hand on her. She was scared of everybody, so we were like, all right, we're going to go to Disney World. She's going to freak out and scream at, like, Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse and all of those, and then that was, she was, like, 18 months old, and she came busting out of her shell for Minnie Mouse, like, ran to her and gave her a big hug and let her pick her up. Yeah. And we were all like, all right, we've got the wrong kid. <laughs> Who is this? So that was very, very fun. The kids had a good time. I banged Alexander's head into a door frame at the parade. Do you remember I that? I do remember that. I lifted him up on my shoulder so he could see the parade better, but I was standing in the doorway. Yeah. I forgot. That was a good time. What else did we do? We celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. Mom and Dad took the kids for a day so we could go off. We went to Universal Studios. Yes. That was fun. We got a free dessert. That's right. That was yeah, very cool. Some kind of little chocolate swirly design on the we plate. We saw Emerald. And we saw Emerald. It was it was stupid hot that day. And uh, uh, we saw Emerald for about five minutes and we left the recording session because it, we couldn't stand the heat. So. Yeah, he was filming a thing there. He did not make our dessert. I feel like we should clarify that. The dessert was at a restaurant. Yeah, we went to a restaurant and had a nice little, little dinner for ourselves. And we walked out of a movie. What was that movie? Something about vampires. Oh, it was uh, Van Helsing. Yeah, we walked out of Van Helsing because it was stupid. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. The vampires weren't doing the right things. <laughs> you're, you're still stuck on the Buffy vampire thing, right? Those Either that or they didn't sparkle. So. Those, ah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> vampires only sparkle for comedic effect. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Universal Studios is fun. Yeah. Universal Studios is very nice. Do you remember we were on a ride that was like a subway ride? 
Yes. During a natural disaster. And I was okay. I did really, really well. I mean, like a tanker truck came crashing down through the ceiling because we were supposed to be underground. And I did okay. We thought it was over. And you remember all that water came rushing down the stairs? Yeah. And I screamed at the top of my lungs and tried to crawl over your lap. You did. That was awesome. I tried to get away. (laughs) It was seriously a ton of water coming down the stairs right at us and we were going to (laughs) die. You think so? I am convinced that was not supposed to happen. Yeah, they hadn't planned that part of the ride. No. Everybody else was just dumb and didn't know it was wrong. (laughs) That was very cool. I forgot about that ride. Yeah, that was was a pretty pretty cool ride. Very realistic. That was neat. And then in 2005, as I mentioned before, I started reviewing books on the Bayer Family blog and for uh, other websites. Uh, I did that occasionally. Eventually, I did it sporadically on a different blog. What's that blog called? Sporadic Book Reviews. (laughs) Next. That's you. We became fans of Firefly via the DVDs in 2006. They were brown coats. They are kind of awesome like that. Yeah. I needed a I needed a Whedon fix because, you know, Buffy was gone. And yes. But when Firefly first came out on TV, <laughs> I knew it was coming out. I knew it was a Whedon thing. So I went to watch it. Uh, I watched the first episode. And, of course, Fox just screwed everything up. And I watched the first episode that Fox aired. And I was not impressed. It, yeah. It was the episode The Train Job, which Fox aired as the pilot. And what they wrote as... The second pilot, because Fox didn't want to air the original pilot, which was just about, I mean, it was a great pilot, two hours long, and it was really good, but Fox made him redo it, you know, like Dollhouse. So I watched the one episode and never went back, and then I heard that they were making the movie Serenity, and I was like, well, all right, I've got to see the movie, so I've got to see the TV show. So I got the, got the DVDs, and we loved them. Yes, so. we did. And, you know, it took me a while to get over being scared of Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Why is that? Because we met him in season seven of Buffy. And he was scary, possessed preacher man. Do you remember he that? He was Caleb. He was Caleb. I was scared. Of, he was scary. He's the guy that punched out Xander's eye with his thumb. Yes. Uh, he was He was just creepy scary. Yeah. So I was afraid of him for a while. I might still be afraid of him. I should meet him and find out. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, you need to call me. Yeah, because you're afraid of him. Right. I just need to see if I'm afraid of him. He should come over. <laughs> you can go somewhere. I thought you wanted Matthew Morrison to call you. He can call me, too. Oh, okay. I have a list. Hang on. Let me get that. No, you can uh, not use that list. <laughs> All right. How about 2007? That was our second family trip to Walt Disney World, again, thanks to your parents. So Family vacation. That was so awesome. Yes. The both kids, both, both of the little kids were old enough to actually enjoy it and kind of remember it. That was right before Christmas, too, so everything was done up for Christmas. Oh, yes. That was nice. Second week of December, I was under a palm tree in a bathing suit by a pool, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like awesome. that, too. Yeah. We stayed at the Beach Club Resort oh, on property. That was nice. It was amazing. You know, I think one of the kids' best memories from that, that's where we introduced ourselves to Uncrustables. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were on the concierge level floor in the Beach Club, and there was a food room down the hall. A food room. Yeah. That's what we called it. I can't remember. What was it called? The concierge level? I think so, yeah. But we called it the food room. <laughs> there was Always food. Food just magically appeared three times a day. That's right. <laughs> and... At lunch every day, there were Uncrustables cut in half, and the kids, oh my gosh, thought, I mean, they would rather have that than a pony. Yeah, just about. Yeah, so yeah. that was where we discovered Uncrustables. That was what we took away from our trip to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad are really going to appreciate that. Yeah, there you go. 
2008? 2008. You and I, for a little bit, took up inline skating that spring. Yeah, I was looking at those. Th- I was looking at those this morning. Yeah, they're dusty. I was trying not to notice that. <laughs> I love dust. That. <laughs> we need to try to do that again when the weather starts warming up, like March, April, May. That's a good idea. Somebody listening to this podcast needs to nag us. Just keep that in mind. Make a little thing in your Google Calendar to nag us to get out our little inline skates when the weather starts warming up. 2009 was our 15th wedding anniversary. We celebrated our 15th anniversary this year. Gosh, 15 years. I should clarify that it was just one day. It wasn't like all of 2009 we celebrated. But we could have. We could have, but we did not. Okay. But 15 years, man. Oh, my gosh. They're old. Let's do it again. Another 15 more? I think so. And then another 15 after that, and then another 15 after that. And then then I'm just old and can't uh, count Another 15 after that. You're ambitious about how long we're going to (laughs) live. I'm just saying. We'll live forever. They're going to create nano machines or something that they can put in our blood and make us thin and, and, uh, you know, live a long time. Who wants to live forever? I see what I did there. I see what you did there, yeah. (laughs) And we'll be back maybe about a month from now. Maybe even sooner. Maybe. That would be nice. That would be awesome. All right. For the Hot Chicken Fat Guy podcast, I'm the fat guy. I'm the chick. Yeah, you are. Am I a hot chick? You are a hot chick. <laughs> Evidently, I am the hot chick. That's right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Hot Chicken Fat Guy. Not the other way around. <laughs>